Welcome to the Mislabeled Podcast, a podcast made by women, for women, and about women. Three ladies from different walks of life tackle the topics that nobody is talking about. So buckle up, babes, because here, nothing is off the table, unless you are on the table. Hey, hey, welcome to the Mislabeled Podcast. Today, I'm going to be your host, Jessica Villegas, and I'm here with Shweta Patel. Hi, hi. Say hi. And also Ashley Rogers. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody's week been? I had a pretty decent week. I had a pretty good weekend. So good morning, everybody. Shweta Patel here. I went to a mastermind in Clearwater, which is... I did not know this, but apparently the capital for Scientology. Where oh, is yes. anybody? Okay. I'm apparently oh, the only yes. person who wasn't aware of that. Did this. not know that. Wow. Yeah. And I keep meaning to chat GPT Scientology so I can know everything I need to in like 10 seconds. Did you meet Tom Cruise? That's the only thing I'm aware of. Tom Cruise and apparently maybe Grant Cardone. I don't know. Should we but worry that you're going to get abducted the next time that you go or disappear off the face of the earth? How do you know I didn't? I don't know I didn't. I mean, how do we know this is Shweta? Correct. Well, see, it's like, what is the premise behind that stuff? I mean, if Tom Cruise is kind of on board, and then it says it's Scientology. So my tendency is to think like it would be scientific, but then not from the audience reactions that I get whenever I mention it. So no, this is not a (laughs) proclamation of my considering an alternative religious affiliation, more spiritual anyways. Sorry. So that was my weekend. I almost became a Scientologist. Very nice. (laughs) Please don't. Please don't. I took a whole week off of work last week. I know. I know. Which was really nice. But then I've just been playing catch up this week. Wait, what does that mean to you though, Ashley? What is taking a whole week off Um, of work? So taking a week off of work means I was not doing any client facing work. Not doing any calls, not doing any programming, not doing emails. So it's not like sitting on the couch watching, binge watching Netflix. You know, ideally. I think think if my husband took a week off work, that's what it would be. Yeah, we took a lot of time to work with our success coaches to work on the back end of the business. Started digging more into our mission, vision, values, that kind of stuff. Mm. Whoa, who would you work with for that? I actually am going to be working with Highlight Coaching and Consulting. I keep hearing about this company, man. I hear like they're the schnizzenuts. Because, you know, I sat down to create my mission, vision, values, and I got lost. It is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I always get confused between one and the other. It's like, which one's my Mm -hmm. steering wheel? Which one's the tires? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I the car? Am I the driver? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you're the tom-tom. Whoa, throwback. Oh, whoa. Okay. Right? This is a little <laughs> this is a little retro today. It just occurred so, to me that even before Siri and Alexa, there was Tom Tom. There was. And Garmin was Tom Tom, right? Tom mm, Tom was Tom Tom. And then Tom Tom um, could be Mr. T. Don't you think about making a left you fool Mr. T. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, so I want to get into today's topic. We have decided that we're going to surprise each other with our topics, which helps to create more of an organic reaction. And I think you ladies and every single person out there who's going to be listening to this that is a female is going to relate. I want to know why you don't smile more. 
Because you should. You really should smile more. You're pretty when you smile. Show me that pretty smile. You sound so creepy. I can't tell if I it's know, right? Moderately <laughs> attractive. Or... Show me that pretty smile. How does that make you feel, Ashley, when I say that to you? <sighs> Yikes. See, this is the problem with the surprise. Like, I have to sit here and uh, <laughs> really think about it. But it also gets our my, you know, initial reaction. Audience note that I, Ashley is actively smiling while she says all this. Yeah, but you know what? I have been told I have a, I don't want to call it a resting bitch face, but like I had a man come up to me a couple months ago at a local event and he is somebody that I know. And he said, why you always look like you're about to murder somebody? And I was Ooh. just like, I'm just like, this is just. Ooh. Well, maybe if their grammar was better, you wouldn't. I'm just saying. Like, I, like, I'm just watching my kids, making sure nobody steals them. So yeah, maybe, maybe I am like somebody tries mm. to, to steal my kids. But to me, it gives me that like nauseous feeling of thinking back to high school and being told those things, not just by other people in high school, but by adults as well. And it's that same kind of feeling of, oh, well, if he's, if he's bothering you, that means he likes you right? Like, I don't know. It's just that same, like very visceral reaction of being told as, as a younger girl, the things that I should be doing and should be allowing for the comfort of other people and not Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you ask him why he looks like he wants to murder his children or why he looks like he wants (laughs) to murder someone? Oh my, hold on. Let me take a sip of this coffee. Uh, why do you want to murder your children? Or the New Yorker question. The New Yorker question would be, uh, excuse me, sir, but why are you paying attention to my face long enough to actually notice anything about my face? You want to turn Seriously. your glance elsewhere? Thank you. Because he's a waist toucher too. He's one of those. Ooh. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, with that, with that, we are going to go to a really quick potty break and we'll be right back. So if you've been listening to our podcast for any period of time, you've probably heard us talk about highlight coaching and consulting and our team of seasoned professional coaches work with teens and young adults in the various facets of their lives. We offer one-on-one private coaching, group coaching. We work with the businesses and educational institutions that support, educate, and employ them. And we work with families and parents to help everyone in the family work better as a team, create a psychologically safe environment, and really improve their relationships with their teens and young adults to generate legacy change well into the future. So if you'd like to explore any of the services that we offer or get to know our coaches better, head over to highlightcoaching.com. That's spelled H-I-L-I-T-E coaching.com to learn more about our team, our services, and how we can help you today. Yep. And now we're back. Okay. So what were you saying, Shweta, before we went to break? Well, I was tapping into my inner Brooklyn and questioning why this gentleman even had the audacity to make eye contact long enough to notice that Ashley was exercising her RBF rights. And yeah. it was RMF, resting murder face. Resting murder face. <laughs> yeah. Which I've been told by many people. So that's just my face, y'all. Yeah. Right. Like 
maybe I was born this way. It's maybe or wait, it's, Maybelline. Maybe yeah. she was born with it. Yeah. Maybe it's murder face. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's murder face. That's the intro to this episode. That's definitely a much better, much better <laughs> singing voice than mine. Crime podcasts do rag higher in typically than health and wellness. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. Shweta, you know, you are much prettier if you would smile more. Can you do a little smile for me there? <laughs> oh, there's that resting murder face. <laughs> that's a, actually, that's an active murder face. Ooh. Ooh, I, I, I don't know. I actually tend to be very expressive. So I, I feel like the context of that will determine my response to it. And I know the context that you are bringing forth to our attention, which is not a good one. But there are times where like, it's not necessarily from a bad place. Like for instance, when you are stressed out and you're kind of lost in the weeds and you are you know, missing the forest or the trees. And this could be like a gentle reminder by a friend or a family member to be like, Hey, smile, or you should smile more. It's not that bad. Or, you know, but again, that's a very different context and you should smile more. Show me those pearly whites. You, you know, subjugated, domesticated housewife you, in which case, yeah, that would be off putting because the thing I think of as like subjugation and, and I think it's weirdly only when somebody says that to a woman that it seems that way, because which maybe might be my narrow perspective on it, because I feel like if a woman was to tell a man, like, you should smile more, I don't think their in, instinctive reaction would be that that was intended in a subjugating way. Heck, I feel like maybe they might even consider it as a compliment, like, you should smile more, you're hot when you smile. You know? But I do think that with, with what was Ashley was saying is like, Smiling is such a genuine expression, or at least it should be, of how you feel. It's like your insides are coming outsides, right? Like emotionally. And when somebody says something like that to like bring that on demand, they're basically asking you to be inauthentic. And that's going back to what Ashley was saying, which is like, you're basically being told what to do, or you're being told to do something that may or may not be in alignment with how you feel. And yeah, or so, you're being told to do something because the way that you look right now or act is uncomfortable for other others. People. Yes. Yes. Mm. Which it sometimes can be. And we like, okay. So there have definitely been times where like my sister has a straight up, she has a legit RBF and I'll often tell her like, Hey, why do you look like you're ready to kill someone right now? And she doesn't even realize it because a lot of it is true muscle memory, right? And it's like your thoughts of your, what you've been worried about, what you've been dealing with. It's just like residual expression on your face. And all of us have some kind of an expression at baseline on our face that we go to at resting state. And it can be something that we lose track of, that we look a certain way and it could be misleading to others, not just uncomfortable, but just misleading to others because it's not how we feel. You know, like we look like we're angry because that's just where my eyebrows tend to sit on my face. And right. I'm in a so, room. so you're talking about like that self-awareness piece, right? Yeah, and absolutely. I, and what I think is, is really good about that point is that we don't, we're not always actually as a society, we really lack a lot of self-awareness in general. And especially when we're in places where we want to help other people feel welcome 
and we're talking about the way that our faces are arranged. It isn't about maybe, hey, you should smile more because it's what I want to see and it serves my purpose of looking at you. But it could also mean, hey, maybe you should consider the look that's on your face. Your body language. And and your body language as a reflection of whether or not you're receiving what you want to be receiving in life or not receiving that, right? So if you're in that mindset of nobody includes me or people don't talk to me or I feel unwelcome when I go into certain places, it could be it could be a you thing, right? It really um, genuinely could. Absolutely. And I think like when I meant body language, I mean like the faces are part of our body and how we carry ourselves unknowingly or when we become kind of detached from how we feel. In other words, when we are not present or mindful of what we are feeling and what we are expressing, then yeah, that can actually be counterproductive to what we are trying to accomplish. And I think smiling in particular but not just, it's like folding your arms or standing directly chest to chest. Or, you know, we were taught that in med school, like you shouldn't sit directly in front of a patient chest to chest. You should always kind of sit off to an angle because it's less confrontational and you want them to feel comfortable, welcome, and not like they are in a dangerous space. And so in those scenarios, yeah, the active effort is being made to imply authentically and physically what's on the inside, which is the goal is to make them feel comfortable. But in the scenario that when you started the podcast with the question, that is, it triggers like what Ashley was saying, which is you are being asked to create a scenario that you may or may not necessarily align with in that time. And mm-hmm. it's done yeah. for whatever reason. I think it absolutely comes down to the situation and the person who's asking, right? Like when you said it, Jessica, I'm imagining a man at the gym randomly coming up to me. This is something similar has happened before and just giving his unsolicited advice about my face, right? Mansplain. Uh, yeah. Mansplain my face to me, please. And in that case, you know, I feel very defensive and uncomfortable with his uncomfortability about my face. But there has been a situation where I believe we were at an event and Schweitzer, I don't know if you even remember this, but you were just like, hey, you look really stressed and tense, right? So then that is welcome advice, right? Because you're trying to help me in a situation where you know I want to look welcoming, right? But I'm like resting murder facing it up. So I know your emotions on your face. Yes. You know, I know what your intentions are there. You are in my inner circle of people that that is acceptable from. But you know, if like some random person at an event came in and was like, you should smile. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. You should go find out the uh, the different colors of your butthole. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> would, I'm sorry. Let me clarify. That would be my response. <laughs> them. So when I was in corporate America, I would get this a lot from men. This would happen to me pretty frequently. And I understand both of your takes on it. How I take that statement is I'm intimidating you. You don't like that. My expected demure feminine side isn't showing. You don't like that I do have some alpha tendencies about myself. 
<laughs> as we stroke our hair like mermaids, as right? We pet, pet ourselves. Yeah. Our hair. And, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just not my personality. And it actually did not work in my favor when I was in those leadership roles because there was that intimidation. And I even got that feedback from, I mean, I was in a job once where HR actually told me people don't know how to take you from a woman. I'm sorry, that's not my problem. My question to her was, that sounds like a them problem, not a me problem. Did you ask them what they expect from me? Because I'm a leader and I'm their equal and I don't need to walk around doling out cups of coffee and smiles to make everyone feel comfortable with the fact that I'm now going to sit down to the table and I'm going to ask you some challenging questions about why our performance isn't the way it should be. And I'm not going to do that with a smile. And when I'm walking through Publix and I'm selecting my produce, I'm not going to be smiling at you, right? Like, or whatever the case may be in the corporate world, it did not, it didn't work in my favor. And I refuse to like, let that go just to help the male-driven populations in those industries feel more comfortable with my presence. And it's more dominant in the situation. You are acting in a way that is contradictory to what you are supposed to be, which again, the label of like you were saying, demure, being soft, flexible, accommodating. Nurturing. Yes. And then, you know, it's, it's as if to say that if a man was to have a stone cold, you know, expression, they would probably be told like, oh yeah, he's got a good poker face. As opposed to when a woman is demonstrating being very, having her boundaries and enforcing the hierarchy at work and enforcing her leadership role, if done without a smile, well, yeah, your boss looks like she's a bitch. Yeah. And sometimes I have to actually, like, there is a dramatic difference in my demeanor when I'm at work because people just know me as being like very smiley, very warm, very just, and that's how I choose to be. I definitely put a little bit of effort into purposely exuding that. Just like sometimes people will put purposely effort into purposely exuding, not being that way, right? Being Mm -hmm. straight faced and, and stern. But then there's also when shit hits the fan at work, there is a noticeable change in my demeanor, my expression, my tone, my volume of my voice. And and let's be clear, in her work, shit might be literally hitting the fan. Huh. Oh my God. That's a whole story from the weekend. You know, <laughs> and I always, I feel bad when women feel like they need to. So going back to what I do for a living, I deliver babies and more, but Oftentimes I'll be asked like, should I be taking an enema before I have a baby so I can like, you know, clear things out. And I feel really bad that women sometimes think that they need to do those things on the same token. I, as a single person, not the general populace of OBGYNs, really, really, really appreciate it when some women do because it's like the most, I don't know why I have no issue with dog poop, but when like, a baby's coming out and there's poop everywhere. And then, oh my gosh, I have to like, you'll see me ev- actually evacuate the premises. Even the nurses know now, like they're like, oh, oh crap. We better like make sure there's air freshener oh, in the room. Crap. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, for the first time, I'm thankful for my C-sections. <laughs> yes. So what I was trying to say originally was that that almost feels like it's the way we can then command respect is that we have to lose our softness. We have to suppress our 
you know, friendly, smiling, inviting expression. Otherwise, we won't be taken seriously. But is it an art, right? So what you're saying is, and what I hear is making the choice to create the relationship using different facial expressions. And when you're in a leadership role, like that's an art. I didn't always walk around looking like I wanted to execute someone at work. But when there was a big issue going on, I was very focused and very concentrated. But then there were the moments when I was able to warmly engage people and show them a different side of me so that then they can make the distinction, right? They know, okay, there must be something serious going on because Jessica's got this face versus it's a relaxed time. There's nothing serious going on. But back to the question of, or really back to the statement of you should smile more. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this just brings it back to an awareness of, or creating a space to make us aware of how we're presenting ourselves in life and who we're presenting that to and what our intention is. So we talk about this a lot in my program with my clients. Like what are the question more specifically is what are your values? And when you ask other people what they think your values are, what do they say to you? Do they match? Right? If they don't match, that is a flag for you to be more aware of how you can be projecting that out into the world and along, you know, with that intention. So this is a great topic today, ladies. Thank God. Yeah. That's pretty. I I I think we uh, trademarked resting murder face. Yeah. When our t-shirt is out, you can get that t-shirt. <laughs> this, is my, this is my resting murder face. <laughs> if you know, you know. And you but do. you got to listen to know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That brings us to the point of, have you subscribed yet to our podcast? It doesn't count unless you click follow. Are you a follow. true fan guy? Yeah, they definitely are by now. If they've made it this far with us, they definitely are. All right, ladies, until next week, we'll see you all out there. Take it away, Ashley. (laughs) 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 And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to the Mislabeled Podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button after you finish leaving us a review. Till next time.